Hey everybody, welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast where we will be discussing uh, brothels, I assume, a lot of that, escorts, what's the difference, and of course, Michael Jackson, completely innocent. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, no, why is this the start? We can't start, we gotta do it again, George. <laughs> no, we just We're, take that in. It's like fine. five demonetizations in the first five seconds. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the producer. So it's up well, to you. You always ask me to start it, that's what you get. Yeah, all but right? you like literally chose all the wrong things to say in the start. Michael Jackson didn't do it. Stop we can, it. We can do one demonetized week, can't we? <laughs> yeah, especially when we missed out on last week. That's <laughs> two weeks. Big business model. We out on two weeks. One oh, week. right. No, we didn't do two. I swear that we haven't one, 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 one. Oh, okay. But anyways, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. I may have to edit that out. <laughs> so welcome well, to the podcast. Um, let's start. <laughs> we've got it. Look, we've got a few topics. The first one is we're gonna have to tiptoe around this one, but uh, there's this new study where they're saying that twenty <clears> percent <throat> of all uh aat jobs were jobs for mates what's aat uh administrative appeals tribunal Mm -hmm. and generally speaking uh seven to ten percent of all public office jobs end up going to uh politicians as favors that's nothing yeah but this is also like every job or every public office job so when you're talking about like the top jobs yeah where all the politician friends would go, the ratio becomes higher. Yeah, well, like, Jesus, we live in a society. No, there's a, there's a, there's we a, live in a society. But there's an issue with this, right? And I yeah, think there's an issue with it. Serious, like, I, I think the answer to that uh, question is no. Zounds. Maybe you can maybe look. You can workshop that if you want to put that in. Why, you know, like I think it does just mean an exclamation mark. So <laughs> just put that in. Okay, yeah, all right. We can shorten it to sounds. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay, no, so there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a new, there's a suggestion that's been floating around, particularly in regards to recent news headlines, that they should have an independent body that judges all of these jobs. And that will be appointed to a bunch of politicians that need coverage. <laughs> It's a, what was the percentage? It's an added step. Was it 20%? Yes. It's like said? one in four in particular fields right. and but, uh, yeah. 10% in general. But also, look. It's not that bad. I expect it's, this How much is this not bad? This is, this is not good. Every industry is like that. No. Yeah. yeah. All of them. Well, okay, if you look at... Okay, let's look at board of directors, right? So if we you look I mean, at board of directors yeah. of uh, government uh, companies... Or where uh, the Australian government has a certain significant shareholdings, things like Australia Post, the uh, you would have political appointees being at twenty to thirty percent of the time, and these are high-paying jobs. And when you move to the private sector, that reduces like you know really quickly. Oh, no way. Yeah, which means oh, okay. that if basically that if if you are a politician or you've been a politician for a bit. And some people might consider your experience valuable. The private sector doesn't believe that it's valuable, and the public sector believes it's very valuable. Yeah, well, that does make sense. Yeah, but it's it's a big scam because you've got people that work in these departments that have been that are trained because they've spent their entire careers, twenty five years in that. And when it comes to big positions where they can actually make a difference, it's being given off to some guy who's kind of cozy with the deputy premier or something. Of that sort. Yeah, look, it, it's a rort. 
It absolutely it is, is. Right? I just honestly don't think that an independent tribunal is going to do Not a tribunal, that. but like a body where all of these job postings are diverted to when they do the recruitment process. Or they would at least examine all the people that are being considered. And but I mean, see that's what happened with he who shall not be named. Yeah. That exact process. And he who shall not be named <laughs> still... <coughs> you can fill the rest of the But sentence. the he who shall not be named <laughs> end up not getting it too. Yeah, because of unbelievable and unexpected media scrutiny. Yeah, but the media scrutiny has also exposed this. Yeah, I it's mean, it's probably why they're having the conversation at the moment. <laughs> but, man, like, the I honestly think these independent tribunals are a scam that is a, almost just another layer of bureaucracy that is mostly just there for PR. But you know what it the other problem It sounds like is? it's like, no, no, we determined it and we just decided that, oh, no, it just so happens that his mate was the best qualified person for it. What experience does he have with the Australia Post? Well, he's used it in the past. <laughs> <I assume. laughs> he, when, 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 they, when they say that, uh, you know, you have to fill out your ticket because there's no one home, he, he, he gets it mostly. He doesn't run out past them and say, well, come back here and get... He, he, he gets the pa <laughs> packages. Lunchtime? I think we're ready for lunch now. Yeah, lunchtime. It's, it's also no, 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 no. The tribunal is adjourned. They just leave. That's it's just also so good. No, no, no more questions. <laughs> it's also a coalition problem as opposed to a labor problem. Yeah, of course. Because when you look at board of directors, twenty percent of them are in uh, are appointed by liberal governments, Coolish. and when it goes to labor, it's down to like five to four percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's the way that they work. One but this is the party is abusing this. Yeah, but every time they get elected, they're going to do it, and then they're just going to stuff those independent bodies like they always do with their mates, and so it's just more positions to dole out to their mates. Well, maybe these shouldn't be politically appointed. Maybe the 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 politicians shouldn't take these shots. That's what I'm saying. Uh -huh. That it's not the politicians. Maybe you could have a department within the public uh, public bureaucracy. That is whose job it is to do all of this stuff. So just but bureaucrats do get appointed by politicians. Bureaucrats don't get appointed by politicians. Bureaucrats join the bureaucracy at some point when they're younger, and then they rise. Once they're once they're at like the top jobs, and some of them get picked for certain positions by politicians. Yeah, but they're not appointed by politicians. No, appointed is not the right word, but it's. The minister decides who's answering to the minister. Yeah, but the minister has a specific pool to choose from. That's what they're doing with these jobs. They're abandoning the pool and they're getting someone who they couldn't satisfy in the political process. And they're like, don't worry, we'll give you a nice cushy job doing whatever, like deciding immigration tribunal decisions. And you get $300,000, $400,000, whatever it may be out of it. You, this can be stopped by taking that power away from the politicians and delegating. So you're actually optimistic you can end it. Yeah, I think so. Well, also, I think this is it. like you guys are really pessimistic about this. Like, what are you gonna do? This is, this is you. You no, can't do right. stuff about. We said it's always been saying on Friendly George. <laughs> no, we said they it's are, fine. But like, you know, this is a because you look at the graph, right? This peaked during 2016, 2017. Mm. The appoint political appointments reached like an absolute peak, and then they've slowly started coming down again. But when you go back, even in the Howard years. It was at, uh, so I, I was looking at the stats, and around 2017, it was close to 20%. And during Howard years, it was 5%. And as soon as the Labour government gets in, it's 4%, 5%. So this is, not, this hasn't always been not the, the case. Not been, it started pretty much after Tony Abbott came, and it peaked around Malcolm Turnbull. They were a particularly scummy batch of Liberals, these ones. Yeah. 
And yeah. you look at the graph, it's crazy. It just goes straight up during the, those years. And you can, and now you can see that it's coming back down. But you can see it coming back down as soon as Labor got in. Surely not. No, 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 no. It started coming out. back down in Scott Morrison's time. But when I say back down, Damn, it, gone, it went from 20% to 17%. Let's not forget that yeah. the Labor and Howard... Uh, average was five percent. So when you say gone, it's gone down. It's still really high. Yeah, and that's kind of just a statistical anomaly. They're still appointing the right amount. You know no, why they probably ran out of the appointments? It's because they've just appointed them all. No, but you know because it was at twenty seven in twenty seventeen when it was like twenty four percent, people in the bureaucracy were like, "What the hell is going on?" So get it? It got massive media attention. Recently, we're getting some media attention because of the the issue that we all know about. But before that. The Administrative Appeals Tribunal was constantly making news by political stacking and all of that stuff. So around 2018 was when the Liberal government was like, holy shit, this is constantly in the news. We can't continue to do this. So we're going to drop it from 20% to 17%. It's Scott Morrison guarantee. That's yeah. what we call a compromise candidate. Isn't that amazing that that was the man that they put in to kind of like quell all of the problems of the Liberal Party? And it was just this ever so slightly nudging. I mean, I don't think that you would notice a decline of 3% when you're appointing that many people. You'd only get that from the data. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way you can notice that difference. This is, this is how countries go to shit, I'm going to be honest. This mm. is like this is what leads to incompetence and corruption. Yeah, And you definitely. go from like a well-functioning country to then understanding, how come we can't get anything done right? Mm. And it's the eating away of a bureaucracy yeah. every time. And to the point where if you continue to do this, you know how the NBN scandal that went from $30 billion to $100 billion? That becomes a norm for every project. Because people that are heading these decisions are just incompetent. This is, this is why third world countries are third world, because shit like that happens. That's what happened to the Byzantines. <laughs> Had to put it in well, there. I did have to put it in. Sorry, no one else was going to raise it, were they? I was about See, to. Uh, I, you, you always hold back on these. I was about to. Points. I was about to, and you just had to jump in there and take it and from me. And yet you didn't. And this is why we need to have our own independent tribunal <sighs> to just understand why Miss Love's quota of Byzantine references is so severely damned. It is pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're at least beating yourself up. Yeah. But I'd like a little less than performance and a little more action, okay? We all do. <laughs> but what are we going to do? That's the <laughs> system. If, uh, exactly. Miss, we've got to get your take on this too. There's a scandal. Of course. There's a, sc There's oh a my new God. scandal. Have you heard no, about no. this one? No, I haven't. Oh, God. It's a scandal. Thank God that we've got Miss on the case. I know, yeah. <laughs> This well, let's not jump the gun. Let's your favorite gun. corporation. My favorite your, uh, the one dining you location. Every time you pause. <laughs> yes. And uh, also get their snags are under fire. Why? Along with another favorite of yours, Kmart. Mm -hmm. um, because they were employing facial recognition technology without informing the customer. So when you go at the self-checkout, mm. they had cameras that were analyzing your face. They not Bunnings. data. Not bunny, and they're saying they're saying that this is because they are trying to basically find people that steal shit, so that they can find someone that's repeat offended. Well, I'm done. But usually, <laughs> usually this technology is used to observe uh, consumer habits, so that Bunnings. they know what you're buying when you're at the self checkout counter. So the next time you walk in, they'll suggest you stuff like that. Well, look, you might have done it. 
This is the only, I think you found the only possible way for me to boycott Bunnings. Do you Bunnings. give a shit though? Because I kind of don't give a shit as much. Yes, I give a shit. Do you yeah. give a shit? Yeah. No, not at all. I but give a shit. The whole thing is I have a camera because. on my face at all times. Yeah. Willingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I'm, feel better about it. Yeah. You can film while you're at Bunnings. You can just That's ask them for the tapes. Yeah. Just the the guy just watching it, just being like, this, this guy's always on. Just live streaming everything. In fact, you can pay a Bunnings to live stream you 24 seven. We're on Bunnings cam today, guys. And oh, this spade's pretty fucking, that's pretty expensive. All right, let's see if it fucking knocks out my mate. Clang. I reckon it's fucking disgraceful. I'm uh, I, entertaining I, the security guards. That's it. Well, yes, <laughs> that's more Twitch stream. I'm, look, I'll tell you this. I'm not surprised about Kmart. I expect that from Kmart, but I don't expect in that fact, from Bunnings. In fact, you walked in today and you were shitting on Kmart. Can you tell us why? This is Mislove's discovery. Everyone concerns. Mislove found out about this today and decided that Kmart. This is an in-depth investigation. What I've, did we I've, discover, Miss? I've done my own research. Yeah, and what's the finding? I don't need a fancy laptop like you. Kmart is full of Chinese shit. Cheap Chinese shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real scandal. I'll tell you how I came to it. (laughs) Okay, good. So I went in there looking for a bag for Jordan because, you know, I'm basically a fucking... Nanny. <laughs> so no, I was no, looking no, no, to... No. You're the GTA character. That's right. the fun missions have been locked. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> Yo, man, I need you to get me a bag. Is there drugs in it? No, no, it's a travel bag, dog. Don't put drugs in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. I need you to drive not that far from your house and get a, a bag that's worth like $10, but it'll cost you 340 and just go home at your leisure, I guess. <laughs> Um, <laughs> see you, man. You go back to your safe house. You mean my house? My house? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a one. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't call me Yo, back on this number. <laughs> <laughs> if you need another safe house, don't contact me. I'm not giving you a raise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is how I discovered it. So I went in there, and they didn't. Obvi- they didn't have the shit. They didn't have the bag. I went to Target. They didn't have the fucking bag either. Wait, were you looking for a particular bag? A fucking luggage bag. A big Didn't fucking they bag. They Kmart. No, they don't. They're made in China, but they've got They them. don't have them. Okay, okay, gotcha. I'm not lying to you, dude. I'm not, I'm not, why, why do I get to gain Maybe they were lie? out, because I bought it several times. Maybe they were out. I asked them, I even, they were like, there's fuck all there. And then much like every pathetic, button-down Western consumer of the West world, let's say world. You were like, these bags are made in Newtown, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> And this is basically no. as well. He bought a bag that he didn't need because he was buying bags. No, that was, was while he was on the subject. No, no, that was something different. But anyway, this is Cronulla quality. <laughs> That's from Newtown. But oh yeah, I went in there, and then as I was saying, like, like I, you know, like every fucking uh, capitalism gripped Westerner, I went in, out there, and then th- there's nothing there, and I was just like. Well, I can't leave here without buying 50 bucks worth of shit I don't need. So I went around and just bought crap I don't need. Ended up being like, because I saw a meme, I saw a meme uh, of, it was a meme of a photo of the Saddle Club. And it said, if you know who these girls are, it's you need a night cream. And I took that shit, like Gosh. advice from my parents. Mm. And it stuck in my mind. I was like, I'm getting a night cream. And, you know, there's a whole section that came out with creams and shit. Yeah. 
I bought so much shit. Manuka moisturizer, night cream, all this shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling happy about myself. I'm taking care of myself. You know, taking care of this fucking, this fucking leathery 32-year-old sack of a fucking vessel I'm carrying around. Go home, read the back. Made in China. I'm not putting Chinese lab cream on my face. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying, you're suggesting that Australians, <laughs> in order to get back into the economy, the global economy, should start producing $10 creams? Uh-uh. I'm suggesting, those creams already exist. I'm suggesting buy Sukin, whatever that shit's called. You know that Australian-made oh, yeah. shit? Buy that. And so it's available in Coles. What's your excuse? So, so, well, so it is more powerful than Coles. It's way more powerful. They didn't have it there. <laughs> but also, okay, what if... So then I went to a chemist in Newtown and bought $20 worth of the second one. I bought a $20 night cream. Well, so you threw the $50 of Chinese stuff out. Nah, I put it in my travel bag, so I'll be using that when we go to fucking tour. Which ironically means you'll probably be using that a lot more than you actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, dude, this is the thing, right? This is, this is, this is, I am Croatian. I'm a Croatian immigrant's child you know this stuff's basically toxic waste but i'm like i paid three dollars fifty and i'm gonna get three dollars fifty worth Wait, okay so i've got a question about that is, is your problem china or is your problem overseas manufacturing like if it was made in korea are you happy happy are chinese happy, yeah that's top of the line that's what i'm yeah, saying that's what i'm saying it's not it's not an asian thing it's chinese you know, China goods, China, <laughs> China. I, don't, I don't hate Asians. I hate Chinese. Get Dude, that straight. Chinese goods, but more often than not, I mean, like they're, they're improving, but they're, I don't think, I don't think extremely cheap made in China cosmetic goods are top of the line. That shit can't be good for you. Yeah, it's not top of the line, but miss, let me let you in on a little thing about creams. There's not that much of a difference from top of the line to bottom really? of the line. It's, it's really? It's a scam. Oh, really? The hey, body shop came out with this that. years ago. Sorry? because you're talking about increasing. I mean, I do buy top of the line. So Absolutely. what do you... So you think that... that <laughs> Which is rice <laughs> from Coles. That kind of is the best, Which is though. made in Pakistan, by the way. So you that are using <laughs> khaki <laughs> night Fuck cream. Off. Man, even the sushi true, rice. True. Come on. That, that, that Can anything just be made in the country it's supposed to be made in anymore? Shut hey, <laughs> that's all we got. Buy that rice. There's nothing else. Yeah, yeah. The botanical gardens suck. Um, no, no, you have your budding television industry that no one watches in Pakistan. <laughs> anyway, that was my that was my adventure, and I was I was no, very but, uh, sad. My, but you think it's fine? You all think it's fine? Yeah, I I do think it's fine, having not read the label whatsoever, <laughs> and I'm sure because look, it's passed by the top of the line. I mean, you've seen border security; they seem to know what they're doing. This shit didn't come in through border security. This shit came in like one of those big cargo ships. <laughs> you know, like just eh, mm. passing through. It's probably like and sawdust. It was nothing but moisturizer on one. No, yeah. it just, and then six weeks later came the face mask. And it says Alibaba.com yeah. on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably, dude, if you look at the ingredients, probably like. No, no, no. It says on the side China, and then they've just crossed it out and then said Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just crossed it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in, and in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I can't remember but how the, I got the, onto that. The, can you go back to why you think the facial recognition <laughs> yeah. is something that you... I saw a oh, comment uh, a little on. while ago. They were saying that the problem is that uh, for people that don't want that data, we don't get an option. Because you know how we were saying that we don't care. 
like I do, but I don't get the option to say no to it. How mental is it that Bunnings has the balls to even try to justify that they think they need metrics on their products, you know, like beep, like, uh, you know, like Tango 1 to Tango 3, this male has bought the generic brand chili seeds. He has not gone for the one with the American flag on it. Repeat. He has not bought the one with the American friend. Let's roll. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you? You don't need that. Funny. You don't need that you, shit. You don't need data on your customers. It's ridiculous. We know who your customer is. Everyone in Australia. Exactly. Yeah. And like, dude. And if they wear a mullet, they're a regular. Yeah, exactly. And come on. You are patriotic enough to walk into, you know, the Ministry of Home Affairs and ask for the details on the guy that stole, you know, a, a rake hoe. On his back, yeah. You know? Like I'm trying to think if I've nah. I'm I'm pretty good at Bunnings. I don't I don't do the old five finger discount. Probably have actually. But fuck it. What's a five finger discount? That's the Miss Love special, which <laughs> is that he walks into <laughs> stores. I don't know if you know if we should be admitting this. We probably should. No, we shouldn't. Up late. <laughs> I mean, he wears a lot of hoods. It probably confuses. Shut the, the fuck up, lad. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck. <laughs> With death on it. <laughs> Please get wait, rid of that jacket. It's this so happens menacing. if you tell. If you tell. <laughs> yeah, wait, what, what's, your, what's your strategy? The five finger strategy. Look, this is. I'll, I'll say it. Uh, uh, I'll say it in a haiku. Can we? I'll say. I'll say it in a haiku. I got to think of this on the fly. Ah, fuck. I mean, this isn't going to go down well. I'll, I'll a man. No, no, no. I've got it. I've got. No, no. I don't know how haikus no, actually man, work. I'm just going to see how close it is. What do you mean counting it? Well, it's five, seven, five, right? Well, I got five words. What are you talking five about? Five syllables. Oh, for fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I just do a poem? That's too hard. No, haiku. Five words. Syllables. I, I don't know what that is. I forget what they Miss are. What is love. Two syllables. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, okay. I don't even know how to do that. Okay. I mean. Okay. A man. That's two. Shit. Yep. Dude, I, okay, I, okay, okay, fine. This is, this is the only thing I can say with five. A man needs his chili. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can do. Six. Close. Oh, you got, oh man. Damn it. I was going to do Who'd a poem. Thought something but... that you've never tried before in your life. <laughs> on the fly. 95% on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's still a distinction. Look, I. this is all I'll say. Spicy meals can take a man to a new level. How is this your discount strategy? I want to know that. I can't. I can't spill it. <laughs> it's killing me, Ali. I'm, I'm really, oh, I'm okay, pushing yeah, this metaphor. Really I'm okay, pushing okay, the on, metaphor. I think I know what the discount strategy is. Uh -huh. I think that's why they introduced this facial Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is. But it affects me, so fuck y'all. You, you know what's crazy uh. about your discount strategy? So many people do it. I personally don't. I've got to admit that. You must admit that. I must admit that. Yeah, but that. my I crime, there's, but no, there's, no, there's no one suffers with my crime. I mean, it's a truly victimless crime. It's a victimless it crime. Come on, like, I mean, again, listen, listen, cargo ship listen, stuff. I have a mate who does this move. A mate that you two know. Big jacket, walks down the aisle, boom, two packs of shortcut bacon, boom, in the pockets, keeps walking, <laughs> <laughs> buys a few other items, leave. I'm not doing that. Oh, it's because of idiots like you. I went to Kmart and I had to try something on. 
And the lady was like, hold up, where are you going? Well, I'll lay September 11. <laughs> Wait, so I decide to like quietly go in the corner to blow myself up instead of everyone else. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder, dude. <laughs> but she like literally checked everything. She checked what I had in my head. It's getting crazy. I was it is getting crazy. But like, listen, I'm not, I'm really. This is $5. <laughs> but, anyway, but, look, but here's the question. Who the fuck's stealing from Bunnings? I've never stolen anything from Bunnings. I hey, anyone in Twitch, if you've stolen from Bunnings. Be honest. Come be on. honest. Is anyone, I, I never have. Did you walk out with a wheelbarrow? Because that's gutsy. <laughs> That would be amazing, wouldn't it? I worked in here with this wheelbarrow. It's just too embarrassing to be caught from Bunnings. It would just be—it's like stealing from your grandma. I stole a yeah, screw. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Oh, actually, I've stolen some screws. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Do you do you have those? Miss, can I up. ask you this? So we, if we just name any item in Bunnings whatsoever, mailbox. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm so, only a human being, mate. <laughs> Miss, is this? They like, want you to. <laughs> Miss, I've got a question. I, I know a few people who don't necessarily do it because they're like, they, it's just kleptomaniac. It's kleptomaniac. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Is that where you are? No, I'm just a. John ch- Kang had that. Remember? Had what? Klepto. Klepto. Did he? He would say something. Well, like steal a lot of weed from us. Yeah, yeah so. he did. But then he once told <laughs> me, he's like, he, it's just sometimes, this is what he said. He's like, sometimes I walk into a new room and the only thing I can think about is to take something. That's, that that's straight up clipped man. That's horrible. Well, he's a horrible man. It is. Hey? He's a horrible man. Oh, no, he's, he's a horrible human being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's no, not no, no, close. what we're trying to say he's there. Right. We're just not even saying that. He's not uh, a man. He's not a man, human being. The essence of his core is horrible. evil. Sorry, I didn't speak <laughs> this stuff. Coles and Woolies deserve it considering they steal from the farmers. That's a good out. That's a good uh, Yeah, exactly. It's kind of true, though. Speaking of Coles and Woolies, actually, I was reading this, Jordan. Do you know they did a study recently where they tried to um, uh, evaluate what actually is causing the Australian inflation? And they came to this conclusion. Wage growth, which has been minimal anyways, has contributed to 0.6% inflation from 6 or 7% where we're sitting at at the moment. COVID too, And right? most of it has come from corporate profits. Well, how does that work? Well, so, the way it works, so, you know, uh, during COVID, not only did the, uh, these companies get flushed with a lot of money from the government uh, because there was projection that they would lose their profits, but in fact, they actually made a killing because everyone was just sitting at home ordering shit. So their profits skyrocketed. And what happens is as soon as you get heaps of profits, all of these companies, they don't want to pay tax on it. So they quickly invested into something else. Now you think that's a good thing. They're not investing it into factories. They're investing it into stocks, other stocks and a property market. So this f- extreme windfall of money was quickly parked into different industries and different stocks, including property that freaking took the uh, inflation off the hook. My word. In fact, that's so that's where video. most of it comes from. Yeah. Are you serious? That's your new video. Who, who was writing about this? Well, it's from The Guardian. Sydney Morning Herald. Jeez, I don't like giving them credit. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a story by an unnamed individual. They don't have their name on here. Oh, no. Greg Jericho. No, wait, no. Why doesn't it have the name on it? 
Yeah, sometimes they don't do that. Well, it doesn't have Gutless, a name frankly. <laughs> Come out, whistleblower. <laughs> Whistle. See, this is what Scott Morrison was fighting against. You really... Who the fuck are you? We want to make sure you never get a job again, mate. But Jim Chalmers <laughs> actually made that point. Jim Chalmers, luckily we've got a Labour government and he was... Because the entire right-wing sort of... Uh, like Their stress is you've given too much money to people during COVID, which has uh, increased inflation. Now you need to like not only increase the interest rates... They don't like the interest rates going up that much because they've got money and property. So they keep saying, like, just pay less to people. Don't increase wages. And Jim Chalmers was saying that um, I don't agree with that hypothesis, that uh, wages is the biggest contributing factor for inflation. So luckily, our government is aware that this isn't the biggest. But if you go to the U.S., that's all they're talking about. Like Bill Maher would be sitting there. He's like, enough of this money given to... Uh, you losers who want to sit at home. It's it's, it's taking the inflation. It's still got a point. And do you know how much vegetable is? I don't because I'm rich. But other people do. It's just, it's it's such a, it's a diversion. You you should do a video on this. Nah, but Bill Maher's point is pretty good. He's saying that most of that money that goes into all of these funds goes into consultants that are just doling it out. Well, that's a different point. A different point to the one he was making different, there. Diff- that's a... That's a different point, and I do agree. Actually, that's... I was telling you this, right? I might be wrong on my figures, but forget about the U.S. Let's bring it back to Australia. Speaking on that, do you know how much... Miss? Actually, this would be interesting. Miss, for one kilometer of... Put it in terms of a Bunnings metaphor. I'm joking. Go on. One, one kilometer, kilometer of sausage. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. One kilometer of uh, a road <laughs> yeah. or a highway. Yeah. How much do you think that costs? In Australia? In Australia. A kilometre. We got considering it was twenty five million for a flag. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm probably gonna say like I don't know. I don't know. Including wages, like the people Everything. building it. It was a total cost. A thousand meters, right? Is that right? Yeah, 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 um yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say is like a spelling bee where it's like, can you put it in a... <laughs> a man needs to travel a, a uh, kilometer to get to his house in Toowoomba. How many is that in miles? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't do miles. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I kind of want to say... Maybe kilograms. Instead. <laughs> I, I kind of want to say what I think it should be, which I... Yeah, but it's not... But I think it's probably something dumb. Like, I'm going to say, like... I'm going to say... Just give me a sec. Hundred thousand dollars? That can't be right. Fifty thousand. Oh, Jesus. Fifty, fifty k. It's close to twenty-two million dollars. What? Yeah. I'll do it. Get, hey, hey, whoever's building, get in touch with me. I'll do it for fucking twenty k. Now the question is. That's crazy. This, this, this is the point that Bill that's Maher mental. Is Bill Maher was making. He but was say it again. How many? Context, How much? Twenty-two million dollars. That is so upsetting. It's made me need to piss. I'm pissing because I'm out of and rage. So am I. Out of rage. Yes. I'm, anyway, that's I'm glad that you started this charge. This fucking, oh shit. I can knock your shit over. No, thank done. you. Yes. I'm done. That was very necessary. Breaking the tripod. Definitely. Yep. But Jesus. The, this is what happens when you get a klepto on the Jesus. bloody podcast. Okay, so that's what Bill Maher was talking about. He was saying that it really shouldn't take that much money to do it. But here's the other argument. That money is going to people that are making these roads. It's kind of like a dole scheme. Yeah, but it's not. It's recirculating money in the economy. Yeah, but how much do they get in a year? 70K? 
Ooh. If they're making a road, and I don't know how long a road is, but um, let's assume that it's like 100 kilometres, and they're getting 70k a year to build those roads. That's not going into that. Yeah, but like, you know, the chick that's just holding the stop sign and, yeah. is, and is like on her phone yeah. is also getting 70k. That woman, she has no skills except that her lips are kind of hot. Yeah, kind of. Kind of hot. And she's like looking at her phone to see if they can be hotter through this doctor. Yes. And her entire, her family, her kids are being fed because of this exorbitant. Well, the plastic surgeon, but still. And the plastic surgeon too. And the plastic surgeon then Good, ends up buying Australian. another house. Yeah, it's offset infrastructure. But there's no way that that money of the... Uh, I know that there's like a lot of people sitting around doing nothing, but it's still not $22 million per kilometre of nothing. What I'm saying maybe, is... If maybe you change 21 that, million, but like where's that other million going? So much money. If you, what I'm saying is if you change that, you could trigger a recession. Wow. Yeah, well, let's roll the dice. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> as, as Miss Love said, it's just so viscerally wrong. It's so insane. I mean, how much do you think it costs to build a road in Africa? 30 cents. A Probably, road. yeah. Well, do you know who's yeah. really good at it? Chinese, as much as you hate them. They make it for cheap. Yeah, you do hate them, don't you? Well, me? You just chuck them out of the bus. Well, you did just well, you make just an entire segment like about how... 15-minute thing about, like, Chinese creams. Yeah. Inferior. Yeah, I don't think the creams are being used to pave the roads. It's a little bit different. It'd probably still be cheaper to do it if you did. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, dude, it's crazy. I'm, I'm coming around to the China thing. I'm like... Green Cordial know. says good up on the unions. Do you think unions are responsible for this too? Yep, and that's why I'm starting to advocate for their dismantle. <laughs> There's no way that there but is... But you are right about this. Okay, so here's the thing. I, wa- I don't know the stats of this, but I wonder how much of that money is going to tradies and how much of that money is going to suits that decide where this particular road is going to be. The consultants. That's what I'm saying. It must be heaps. Yeah, for sure. There's not a chance that that is not going into the pockets of consultants. And also, uh, again, nepotism in the government of contractors that are mates with them that are just triple charging what the actual <laughs> yeah. rate is. Always, eh? That's where the money's going. For sure. There's yeah. just so little scrutiny when it comes to these government funds. Once like $2 billion worth of funds are released, then, you know, the government doesn't really care if you say it costs $5,000 instead of $1,000 because the money's already been released. I mean, look, it's just, it's a very obvious pattern. When Anthony Albanese was infrastructure minister, a lot of the infrastructure projects that he was starting to build that never got built by the Liberal government, by the way, a third of the price... And then all of a sudden, bam, triple charge just because the Liberals are in and it's not delivered. So it is going to them. There's, they are Has not to. giving money to the Botox chick with the stop sign. Someone is. Clearly, they're, they're advocating right now to I give mean, her less money. I still think all those, all those tradies get overpaid. They get overpaid. Yeah, and they just Miss stand right around. I've seen it. They just stand around. That's what they do. It's like it's like that old joke. Uh, whatever it is, it's like how many people does it take to build a road? There's like three people to steer at the road, one person to fucking lay it. It's like they're just they're not rushed. Let me tell you that. There's <laughs> no rushing going on in that industry Actually, compared to like anywhere, uh, it is it is the exact opposite in this in, in like the, the scale of working in a restaurant. 
You know, it's just like, I need a hundred steaks. I chopped my thumb off. Just fucking bandage it up. We have to get the steaks. Use this fucking, use the blood as a source for the Diane. It'll be the right color. It's the opposite of that. They're just fucking pumping. They're standing there. They Much like how we are all professional waiter arounders. That's what we do. We professionally wait around. They do the same. Apparently one of the most Disgusting, expensive roads ever more money created. on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we're at least funny. Come yeah, on. please give us money. Well, they're funny. Well, they're, we're they're, funnier. They're, we're funnier. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Those, some of those road guys that I've met. True, the day, true, true. They're pretty good. One of the biggest uh, big spend infrastructure project is actually stretching a road from Katoomba to Lithgow. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know about that one. The Nationals one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? It's one of, well, the, that's it's a one whole, of the most expensive roads ever being made. Dude. Didn't Jordan, didn't you do it? Didn't we do a video on that? Did we? Yeah, dude. What's his name? Paul O'Toole, the corrupt. They're going to destroy Blackheath and make some bullshit bogus yes, that's road right. yeah, destroying yeah, the forest. Yeah. Watch the video. That's the answer. <laughs> Just watch the video. Right. It's bad. Up it's bad. Coming, uh, no, it's already out. It was, it's out for like a year, like a year or two. It's like, it's bad. But yeah, that's because like the nationals are involved. There was a way easier. They did what they should have done. I don't know how I remember this and you don't, but there was well, like, all they had to do was extend the road and improve it a bit. But then the nationals was like, no, 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 it's defunct. Our consultants that I definitely don't know and aren't paying exuberant Which, amounts. by the way, is, is says, really secretive too. They don't release the information. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. China a little bit. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Like people yeah. always complain about China. But like a road from Katoomba to Lithgow, I feel like there's no national security interest in that <laughs> proposal. No, and it's also it's like an evacuation. Thing. Yeah, it's, so it's all hidden. It's yeah, and they're also, you know, massively destructive. Doesn't Im doesn't improve the the traffic. Doesn't actually reduce time. It's like What's it's the like um, of it? it's because the road from. To, oh, to, to, they're making it like through a mountain or something. Too, yeah, they're right? making yes. an alternative. Yeah, yeah. but it's just Is again. It gonna, uh, so it's going to connect. From Katoomba to Litgo, it takes how long does it half, take? Half an hour, thirty-five minutes. Half an hour, forty minutes. Yeah. If they do that, they're going to what? But it's just by ten minutes. Nah, but this is the thing. It's the same thing as West Connects. They're like, it'll improve it, and then all that'll happen is that road gets congested, and then it's, 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 it doesn't be a solve toll anything. Road as well. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. It doesn't solve anything. Plus, they're like, destroy heaps of more of the forest and they completely destroy the uh you know blackheath like tourism and the forest so like we're fucking your suburb Actually, i want to ask you is blackheath a good area yeah or is it a as jordan says lower blue mountain is the method oh no it's not nah. top of the top nah, it's nice oh, it's top of the top yeah. blackheath i don't like though it's it's just a bit of a thoroughfare but it's nice and if you remember from the video there's a lot of old biddies that wrote to the to the wrote to Paul O'Toole, and he didn't respond. Fucking dickhead. See, this is what's wrong with pollies these days. They just think that they can walk all over these lovely ladies. They chucked him. A, they chucked him a dossier, and they he didn't read it. Remember, it was just like we've made like a three year thing, and he was just like, I uh, lost it when we were paving the road. It got cemented in the road. <laughs> Sorry, I know I've got Jordan's script here, but like, uh, it is fucked. That was an amazing thing of just what happens, the power of uh, talking about things that are extremely local. Yeah, they might not get the views, but people will remember it yeah. if they're from the area. <laughs> Dude, it was No, actually, the, this brutal. particular road is like it made headlines. And Paul O'Toole's still in because, you know, he eats some of the cupcakes that the local Girl Scouts make sometimes. In for life in this country. That sounds shady. Dude, is he's, that a he's, he's no, it's not. But he's he, what I'm saying is, in the country, if it's like, you know, 
this guy's policies are fucks, this guy's policies are good. Yes, but I've seen him before at, at yeah. our bakery. Yeah. It's like, where did you see how him? Many- On the billboard. <laughs> had a little animated mouth. I thought it was real. I was on a lot of acid at the time. But like, after all, it is the mountains. Yeah, like it is crazy. It does my head in so much. It's like the Simpsons thing. It was just sort of just like, where am I? Where am I? This man with his finger on the button, and the label guy's like, what button? Like, it's just crazy, dude. It's crazy how the nationals just can't not get in out there. It's not even yeah, the country. Yeah. Well, it's not actually the Blue Mountains. The Blue Mountains vote very strongly Labor and regrettably. Oh, so I'm talking more about Lithgow. Yeah, but the, he represents that whole seat. Right. Well, how the Districting. F- Why? Because they say on the map is lined up so that they can deny Labor a seat. And this really. is more, it's just like, uh, what's it called? Like where they draw the lines, Jerry, what's that shit called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that it? Well, it's not really gerrymandering. It is just kind of the way that they... Well, no, it is gerrymandering. <laughs> it's gerrymandering. He's a terrible human being. Dude, I fuck, hate him. Fuck, fuck it. Paul you know, Tool. Yeah, I think fuck his it name all. is might be Paul O'Toole. Who knows? Yeah, fuck the kind of, and and fuck uh, basically fuck uh, anarchy. That's what we want. That's that's what I've got for this. Anarchy, burn it all down. No, let's move on. No, no, burn it all down. Sure. Yeah, no, if all you're right. not going to do it right, why bother doing it? Yeah, exactly. This is we this condone people going and vandalizing that highway. So George, uh, actually, no, we don't. For all intents and purposes, we'll start with this segment and we'll end where you wanted to go, but. Um, in Netherlands, there are farmers' protests that have spread like wildfire across Europe. Funnily enough, so is actual wildfire, which is spreading across <laughs> Europe at the moment. Yeah. But anyway, so are the protests. And the protests are because... Um, so the government has, produce, uh, has uh, introduced caps on the amount of nitrogen that you can use on the soil for production. Always stepping on the little man. And the farmers are pissed off because that nitrogen. they're saying that this is decreasing our yield. And it will make us unprofitable. So kind of like what Sri Lanka, they're saying that we're going to end up where Sri Lanka is in terms of their farming stuff. Because Why nitrogen? Similar. Do you need nitrogen? Actually, yeah. that's what I wanted what, to what, talk what, You what need for? nitrogen. It's like a fertilizer or something. Is it, is, it, is it a heavy metal? Is it a poison? Is it bad? Well, I mean, look, it's kind of like saying, is carbon dioxide bad? No, nah, it's, nah, it's nah, natural. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. 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 Okay. Well, the thing is, uh, in large quantities, yes. right? Like you don't want to be breathing an atmosphere that is pure nitrogen. It, yeah, yeah. So it's not like it's not well, like actually. I don't know. Bulbs are pretty sick. Yeah, so high pitch voices. Good way of getting out. We'll have high pitch voices. So, yeah. No, no, no. That's helium. Oh, nitrogen. You trip bulbs. But my question sick. is, why? Is, so nitrogen is uh, bad for emissions. Uh, yeah, bad for emissions and also bad for soil quality if it's in. You know, disproportionate so how do we reconcile with this issue then what do you think farmers need to just suck it up like how does it work because you know what happens what would happen if let's say assuming i don't know enough about this topic but let's assume that what the farmers are saying is right and it does make their farms unprofitable that just means the center of farming would move away like most of the pr- pr- uh, produce that comes into europe would be coming from other countries like australia for instance where we've got that competitive advantage. so No, it's just laziness. This is the whole thing. Whenever they ever talk about ever using these hemi metals, these poisons, these pesticides, it's like you could be doing it in a different way. You just choose not to. I I, I, I sense a segue. (laughs) I smell a segue coming on. (laughs) Go on. Go on. Kind of it up for that segue. <laughs> no, no, uh, thank you, Ali. <laughs> really scratched an itch of mine. 
<laughs> look, the, when it comes to like fertilizers and all this stuff, it's the same thing. It's just like huge industries know that they can pump it out. But to uh, bring this love into this conversation, it is much like when Gordon Ramsay goes into a kitchen and goes, you say that this is freshly made, yeah? freshly made. <laughs> what the fuck is fresh about frozen samosas, Ahmed? They're frozen. I just put them in the deep fryer. You put them in the deep fryer. Fuck me. Not even pan frying them. You deserve to go out of business, mate. Yeah, I don't even care anymore. I've fucking done them. Fucking done here. Beep, 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 Ting. Yeah, and it just turns into Gordon Ramsay, Morse code nightmares. <laughs> that's, that's why. It's just because there's a lot of these things that are just mass produced and it's easier to, to uh, you know, fertilize things using, you know, nitrogen based fertilizers. But there's, there's obviously other ways to do things. So, look, they're right in the sense that uh, it's it's that, that obviously if it's produced on mass and then you're doing that, yes, but you could be moving into alternative methods. And the fact that they're using Bangladesh as an example, as we were talking about Sri before. Lanka. That, sorry, sorry, yeah, Sri Lanka as an example. Like, they, they, they... That is not the reason Sri no, Lanka no, no. is it's going not. bankrupt. It's not, mm. but it's one of the reasons why their crop, product, crop production is shit. Allegedly. So what, Sri Lanka's like greeny, greeny ads with their production. They don't well, use. look, what happened was it just kind of became a convenient marriage. Sri Lankan government was really incompetent. But you can go into like why... Oh, Sri no, Lanka I remember, you, I remember a, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this meant. issue. So they just kept borrowing. They tried to adopt the Chinese model, but they failed china just had like this model of like you know you build infrastructure first and the demand will follow so the sri lankan president thought that kind of like an age of empires yeah i'm gonna do that and start borrowing money Mm. uh not just from china from all over the world and would spend in these massive infrastructure projects and then eventually they started to basically they they ruined their debt and their budget was getting screwed up so then they decided we import a lot of fertilizer and all of pesticide protection stuff we're gonna kill two birds with one stone we're gonna stop that that reduces the amount of dollars that we have to pay uh to other countries keeps it in the country and also it satisfies the european and the western lobbies that are constantly advocating for things like this is it working well, everything has collapsed in Sri Lanka, but this is just one of those problems. It's not the main problem. So it's main not problem, working. I think, comes from their sheer incompetence and their bad business uh, uh, policies. But we see Sri Lanka as someone that tried doing that and it resulted in their crop yields plummeting. Right. But also, Sri Lanka isn't doing what they're saying. This is, like with everything, when you implement a tax, it's a gradual transition away from it. Yeah, yeah. They, like, they, what they, are they do we use nitrogen? No, but like, yeah. do you think it's do you think it's like a good idea? You know, Europe is the only continent at the moment that is already in a recession. We're all kind of waiting for it. In Australia, we are. America is de- is seems like it's definitely heading towards it. Um, but Europe is already in a recession because of the Ukraine war. Do you think that this is the best time to force farmers to stop using these uh, these chemicals that they've been used to and their crop fields have been used to? Or Can't they just reduce yeah, it? We're going to be in a long recession with current degradation of soil quality across the planet. Right. You need to start addressing that. Right, right. That has to be done. What, ha- what, what happens when they want to do that in Australia? Because 
prices go up. A lot up, of right? our income is based on high production. Huh? A lot of our income comes from high exporting yield. grains and foods. And we depend on a lot of this, uh, these fertilizers and nitrogen as well. If we implement what Europe is implementing, we will lose money. I don't know if that's in, true. Maybe, I would like to see the economic modeling. Right. No, I would like to see it because this is the same argument that they had when they came out with the carbon tax and saying, you're going to destroy Australian business and you're just going to destroy the economy. And it was like, oh, okay, it made no difference at all to industry profits and it made no difference to yeah, the economy. Yeah, because Tony got rid of it. You know, like, you know, he really, really no, but carbon taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you got him, bro. You got him. <laughs> Uh, look, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like every every farmer in Europe coming behind. This is their version of like you know a mini Arab Spring, where except it's all just farmers. They might have a point. You know, farmers know what their crops are gonna look like. Like they know a lot about farm. They know about farming more than we do. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Look, maybe I am talking completely out of my ass. I'm just saying, like, no, no I'm, I'm an expert on Spanish soil. Okay? <laughs> uh, never thought about it before in my life, but I know more than people that spend their entire life yeah. focused on soil. <laughs> but I think that, look, dirtbag. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, Something needs to be done either way. Chuck blood and bone on and shut up. Well. That's my probably advice. hit the nitrogen that's in that actually. Pro- probably. <laughs> Can't they just reduce the nitrogen, not ban they, it? No, no, they no that's are what they are doing. That's oh, the tax. It's yeah, reduce. Putting it. a bit of a. So, do you really need that much? Yeah. So that's already what they probably. That's what the tax will you know immediately do. Is just like I got a stop question. Just wasting it. I got a question. Who's got the most? Who? What country has the least? Uh, you know, I guess for better, like, lack of a better term, organic agriculture industry like who, who what country has the most sort of natural no like not pesticides heavy metals like the opposite of monsanto vibes country. i reckon that you could just look at the hdi performance index which whichever's lowest and whatever's is, lowest yeah so basically that. some african country has the yeah, yeah. surely yeah. yeah but their hdi index is super low yeah yeah and that's what I think should I happen to <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Europe should have. It's hard though. This is the problem with like infinite growth. Don't, they're, they're antithetical. It's like if you want infinite growth, it has to be cheap. And if it's food, it's like unhealthy and shit and mass produced. It's like ching ching. But if you want something that's slow, organic, you lose money. Half your fucking yield goes. But, you know, there's no, nutrition in it. Definitely not true. Well, not half your yield goes, but there's definitely... No, no, no. But not even your profits go down. Really? Even oh, well, that's good. There's then. like a... Re- you can increase crop yields massively. I was right, reading a report right. recently that was talking about uh, crop yields from sustainable farming methods can be five times oh, higher shit. than conventional methods. Okay, fuck. So it's just... It's, I honestly it's think just it is dogma. just laziness. It's just people no, like doing their habit and they yeah. like doing the thing that they've been doing their whole yeah. life. And if someone comes along and says, do this And lobbies, bro, different. lobbies too. Exactly. This yeah. is what I think. Like if you're looking at this and it's a global movement, I mean, sorry, a, a continental movement, there has to be some industry behind yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but do you remember when we went to Pakistan? Do you remember the bananas over there? Mm. They're like tiny shriveled up bananas. No, that Ali, they had... The best fruit I've ever had in my life. It was cheap. It was really it was cheap, cheap, and it was delicious. It actually yeah, tasted like it, way better than it Australian looked, fruit. It looked 
Hov. Maybe it was yeah, na- maybe yeah, it was natural then. Maybe it was all organic. Well, that's, that's what why. I'm saying. Like, it, it, who cares how it looks? Ox heart tomatoes look less appetizing. They're a lot tastier. Well, I hope you guys are uh, right, man. Yeah, yeah, he's just, right. He's right. It's true. If you, I don't know what those are, but probably they're just. I don't know about diff- the farming they're heirloom stuff, tomatoes, but I knew, but I do know that if the yield go down goes down globally, we're facing more hunger. Oh, maybe, no, oh yeah. maybe not in Europe, but in uh, Asia. For this sure. Well, to quote Scrooge, then perhaps they should and decrease the surplus <laughs> population. This all just comes back to my argument for, uh, you know, every, like stop the globalism. Everyone, like it's a local-based economy, small-scale, grassroots, community-based. Everyone has a garden. Don't have to buy potatoes from Holland. But also, Ali, this is the other thing. Most countries are in huge surplus when they make food. They make way too much. No, but there's some countries that make too much, and then there's some countries that don't make enough. That's where you get the import. No, it doesn't even out. It doesn't even out. There's so much food wastage worldwide. There's food wastage, but at the same time, that food, it's not because there's too much food and no one to get it. It's the act of getting that surplus food to deficit areas. I just point this out? That's not economical. You just have to read this comment, sorry. Jordan is manifesting the millennial dream, buying a farm and living off the land. What a cuck. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I want to do that. I do too. Who I doesn't? Do. Because we're millennials, that's yeah, why. We all, we all do. just looked at... I do. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I do, seriously. What's his it. name again? Jeremy Clarkson's farm. I haven't seen I it I looked yet. at that and I just thought, man, I want to have a lot of... British faulty towers mishaps <laughs> while on the tractor going, oh, 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 why is it in Spanish? Great old Britain, you'd give it in an English manual. Oh, it's bloody tipped over. Oh, well, good thing I can buy seven of these and not even blink an eye. <laughs> I went to, That's the dream. Uh, I went to Blue Mountains with my missus uh, a couple of days ago. Nice, where? And we stayed at Katoomba? an Airbnb in Bulbara, Burbara ah. or something. Anyway, it's close to... Uh, Laura. Uh, anyway, so we were there, and so this uh, couple, this old couple, about kind of old now, maybe sixties uh, or something, they bought their property where we were staying in two thousand and one, and they basically have their own bushwalk, and they've got like it's, that's lovely. It's an Airbnb. It's always booked out. And to, speaking of your point, my girlfriend literally grabbed me. By the shirt and said, Lapel. "Give me this life. <laughs> Give me this life." Jesus, so much pressure. I understand. So right, the bride, never off you. She loved it because the, the woman stand up was shuffling. like this woman was like this artist, and she had a little art uh, gallery on her property. Stop it! Yeah, Honestly, it was, stop. It was literally, her dream, and I was like, uh, I don't know. It's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you be satisfied living in the area and going on one of the many national park bushwalks? No, down the road. No, it has no. to be on your property. Yes, yeah. my mistake. Yes, fortunately, no. but don't worry, <sighs> she's out. not getting it. <laughs> We're all right. But you know what's funny? Like these Sorry, guys I'll have to settle with a 50-acre property, darling. <laughs> these guys weren't rich. Like, when they would have bought it, it no would have been dirt cheap. Dude, in 2001, if you were buying in the Blue Mountains, you might as well have said, I'm buying a shit in Alice Springs. You'd get laughed out of town. It'd be like, how much for? Like, $20,000? Like, what a rip. Yeah, I know. That's, it's hard that's to imagine. Right it's hard this, to yeah. imagine now. I don't know if we've ever covered this before, but housing prices are very it's expensive. It's expensive. Yep. 
good summary. Yeah, they're now. expensive. To move on to my petty comment. <laughs> oh, Is it time? Go. Here we go. Actually, Let me just go. This, to the this, <laughs> this, Pass the vape, you psycho. This might <laughs> this might be of uh, interest to you guys. My uncle was involved in defining standards for organic farming and had an organic farm in Blampede, uh, Western Victoria. He could generate yields as much as any large-scale production to my understanding. Did you hear that, Jordan? Yeah. There, you, there you go. But he did end with, to my understanding. <laughs> well, you know, that's all right. A bit of... Uh, well, look, if, if that's the case, then I'm a happy man. I think it makes sense. There has to be a better way. There is a better way, damn it. And enter Jordan. The and better way know. is... I've, I've listened to enough Satguru to know that this is a serious problem. Fuck yeah. If Satguru says it's a serious problem, then it's a serious problem. You're degrading the soil. Satguru is on about like how you're degrading the soil by having these uh, monocrops or whatever and using these like... You're ruining the earth. And Satguru's got a mad organization about... You seen his like? Yeah, he's like where he's on dirt bikes. Sick. <laughs> he's like, have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen this thing with Gordon Ramsay? No. Gordon Ramsay goes to visit him. Sick. Before Satguri was this famous, and he was just on a trail by going around his Me. property. Yeah, he loves motorbikes. Yeah. And he was convincing Gordon Ramsay. He was like, Gordon, you should look into being a vegetarian. And Gordon's like, Fuck, mate, never. that's never happening. Yeah, never, never. <laughs> Fucking vegetarian. Fucking vegetarian. Does he even make vegetarian meals? Yeah, he does. These days he's kind of like, and you'd never know it's vegetarian. Absolutely delicious. But right. like, what are you looking at, Jordan? His I'm stats. Getting, I'm getting it up. <coughs> his little, his little, his little uh, report for high school. Uh, uh, Jordan, it's get, your time to do your speech on the Ionian Revolt. Let's get ready uh, for okay. this. Uh, <clears throat> Just a minute. Can I have some water? No, yeah, yeah, okay, quickly. We've still got to get uh, Kieran and Tom and... Fabian. Uh, switch the camera to yeah. Jordan because we're in for the long run with so this. So me and Ali are going to just do, we're just going to breathe in some DMT. So it'll just be on Jordan. We'll be out for about 10 minutes. Have you done DMT? Yeah. No. Yeah? No, he hasn't. No. no. I was close to doing it. It's too intense from what I hear. So you don't want to do it. Dude, like apparently you you become Joe Rogan. Like you yeah. were convinced that... This this world is not the real world, and I don't want to do anything. I'm that surprised. Like makes I, thought, me... I thought you'd want to do it. No, I'm too scared. I am too. But if you're too scared, Jesus, I'm very scared now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to lose touch with reality. Yeah. What? Fair. DMT. Nah, you go. Don't pretend to be interested. DMT. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pickle that. One. All right. And on CNN here we have Lights, a camera. crackpot physician. By the name of Jordan Shabadoo, talking about the benefits of Burger King patties over McDonald's patties. Uh, yeah, so pretty much. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, here's my beef. Um, if you tuned into the last podcast, uh, obviously I got extremely triggered by people saying that uh, there's no way of sustainably farming cows. And obviously I just rebutted that and then I got what I predicted, which was a bunch of people, the same culprits, just rewriting exactly what they said before and then using the same buzzwords that they always use, like this little shit, Simon T, who says things like, crazy to think he thinks you debunked it by disproving, by providing no scientific rebuttal, despite the fact that I just put out a bunch of papers, some of them peer-reviewed, some of them from universities, 
uh, well, you know, they're all from universities and all peer reviewed and saying there's just skim reading a couple of pages, which he probably thinks was not able to understand or interpret correctly. Right. Okay. Um, here's my rebuttal to that, Simon T. You did not read any of the papers that I gave. In response, this Simon T. cunt who wrote that <laughs> <laughs> is just like saying he's like this genius fucking scientist and it's like, okay, what's your degree? He's, he's like done biology or some shit in the University of Sunshine Coast nice. that he is halfway through that had a bunch of shitty basketball videos on his channel and then as soon as I said, yeah, nice ones, he immediately blocked them and Whoa, cut them all down shit. and then has been writing all of these comments that he then deletes when he realises that they're a bit stupid. But anyway, like he'd just be writing things like, you know, Jordan's argument summed up. Um, just look at some pictures, bro. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's one element of what I was saying, which is that you can go and look at pictures of areas that have been holistically managed, as in paddocks that have been holistically managed, in comparison to their neighbours, and it's just obvious that there's still, even to this level, right, there is so much moisture retention in the ones that have been holistically grazed that even during a drought, their river is still flowing. And then when it goes to the neighbours, bam, nothing nothing just sand and the reason for that is because all of the moisture that is getting basically just uh, the, the soil quality is increasing so much that moisture is going into the soil and staying there so mm. that goes back into the the r river and then when it goes down to the area that isn't holistically grazed or isn't even grazed at the time because they just can't even have cows on it that is turning into desertification. What happens in a desert? The water, when it rains, just runs off and goes nowhere because it's not going into the soil. It just mm. goes straight into some pool and then just gets evaporated out again. Yeah? Mm. That's how deserts work. Holistic management, one of the papers that I was just... I'll be pointing them out later on, but one of them is talking <laughs> about how there is 80% in like semi-arid lands, usually the average soil uh, water retention for it is about 20%. And then 80% of the water flows away. Holistically grazed land, and there are scientific papers on this, show that there is soil retention of 50%. So the land that the cows are being grazed on in that retains 30% more water. I like those odds. So do I. Okay. Anyway, sorry. No, don't, don't have to start from. Don't the be sorry. Go. Like, it's just all these dickheads just, just in this same look. little loop, just trying to convince it. themselves yeah, you know that they're cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Nobody hates YouTube drama, so it's you, you can by all means keep going. However, he's gonna come back with some other shit. That's fine. Yeah, but shit. Look, at, I'm just directly quoting him because this is the whole thing. This other Bill character was like, he's misrepresented my argument. I was reading your quote. Responding to it piece by piece. You came back with the same points. You were like, you should really read Grey's and Confuse. I read it. The whole 127 page thing. Stig was like, hey, do you want to come and hang out in Brisbane? I was like, no, I don't. I'm reading this fucking report. <laughs> Isn't that insane? I mean, Actually, boss. no, it's not. I know and then this Simon T idiot is just like, oh, yeah, you, didn't, you don't understand the scientific bearing of it. It's pretty obvious what they're saying. Right, and this is the whole thing. It's obvious that Bill hasn't even fucking read the report. It's obvious that he's just read the he's watched Wikipedia. the eight minute video of someone saying the points, 
And if you actually read the report, they are saying over and over again, this is one that supposedly debunks Alan Savory's methods, despite them over saying over and over again, no, we didn't. This is like a general understanding of grazing because, and this is what they even say in the report many times, it's very hard when you're doing, because they're talking about essentially just like global grazing habits and patterns. If you're doing that, it becomes very difficult to even define what grazing is and is not. Because there's just so many methods. And, like, is it grazing if, like, they're just, uh, I don't know, getting fed by hay <laughs> 20% of the time or 50% of the time or 5% of the time? Does that count as grazing? So they had to do this very general option of it. There was even a questioning on the panel that I was reading and they said, someone directly asked them, is there a difference between the carbon retention in, say, organic grazing and, uh, you know, just conventional grazing, to which they said there's no scientific reports on it that we were looking at. They weren't even looking at that. They said, we don't know, right? So they're just talking about, as they said, numerous times in the report, general grazing patterns, all grazing, all together, looking at the average. You know how insane that is? That is honestly like looking at the performance index of education worldwide and being like, oh yeah, on average, we're actually getting pretty shit results out of education. Maybe we should just stop education altogether. Oh, don't fair, worry about fair. the fact that Norway and Finland exists. You know, that doesn't matter because this is just the general of, right. of what's happening here. The, the general argument that they're putting forward, which I've already said numerous times, I agree with, and then he just keeps coming back with like, cows are the number one contributor for land clearing. And it's like, no one's disagreeing with that bill. Every, like I have said this numerous times, you should not be clearing forest to put cows on it. This is what's happening. This is what's happening, right? Like usually this is how the pattern of the lay of the land works. In the center of a country, you have your desert. Then you have your grasslands. Then you have your forest close to the coastline. That's at least what's yeah. happening in Australia. Yeah? Yeah. Over time, if you don't have herding animals on it because they're part of that fucking ecosystem, you dickheads, that, that desert starts to expand and the grasslands start to detract. And if you are a lazy cattle farmer that's doing it industrially, you think, oh, okay, I'm just going to go clear this forest and then I'm going to put them on there and, oh, the soil quality is getting shit again because I'm not replenishing the soil. By the way, one of the papers that I mentioned in the previous podcast was saying that the soil quality in grazing land can be just as good as the soil quality in forest land, but it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that you should be clearing it because it's still a good carbon sink because of all the trees that are in it and also just the biodiversity of it. So not, no one is arguing that point. No one is arguing that cattle in general is very ecologically destructive. I am arguing that there are ways that you can naturally just pass the patterns that are just enhanced, basically just doing what nature does, but doing it on steroids because you just essentially copying nature, but you're giving it a guiding human hand, right? Anyway, fucking Simon It's also, T. may I add, Jesus, it's also very uh, ideology to be like, abolish all cows. Like, have you been to Texas? Like, it's not going to happen. That's the other thing that's so insane about this. It's, it's so like, ideological. What's your solution to this? And this is what they it's were even saying in the happen. grazing report, the grazing confused report. They were saying, this is the worst me, thing me, about it. Production's saying, going up globally. Exactly. And it's not going to go down because you sit there shitting on an alternative method that is going to give these farmers the sky more production and is also beneficial to the environment. Bunch of studies on it saying that it doubles the biodiversity of the region. 
doubles the biodiversity. We're not even talking about the cows. We're just talking mm. about the plants and the native animals on it because, as Ali pointed out, did you know this? Most animals don't like living in deserts. I'm learning. Camels are an exception, <laughs> though. Yes, yes, camels. But well, yeah, but I'm sure they'd be they fine with grassland. Yeah, probably. No, they probably would. But, okay. Go on, go on. Let, 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 let him continue. Let, let, let However, him continue. Simon T., do not come back with more points. Oh, yeah, that's No, good. he's going to come back with more points. That's not how the internet works, Ali. This, is, a, this, this is, is where it ends today. No, dude. No, he's got to come back That's not going to happen. Points. He's got to come back with points. But this is my whole point. It's just like all these people, this is, this is how, this is just a general selfish point, right? He is not unique. Everyone online is always just takes issue with something. And I'm just going to point out, like, they always just pretend that they're experts on it. It's like his half degree at Sunshine Coast University, which is like, dude, I got a degree in politics at UNSW. No offense, it's a better university, okay? But second Ooh, off, it's, it, it was fired. a shit degree. Right. It sucked. I did not learn anything from politics from my fucking degree. I learned from politics from talking to experts, which is what I've done on this subject. I even had one on this podcast that I said before. You probably didn't even fucking look at that. Now imagine if you were getting that degree from NRL fans. You mean? Yeah, Queensland, Sunshine Coast. I'm guessing they're into footy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was, no, that's that was such there. an immigrant yeah, fucking it. statement. Be, NRL, they're like one footy. of the cowboys. <laughs> they like footy. New South Wales is. likes it too, bro. <laughs> but, but Not they, as much. But they like it more. Not we get really. our ass whooped every fucking year. Better team. I mean, I didn't learn much from my BA either. Look at this, it's like this, just these kind much. of comments, like, don't look at peer-reviewed studies, I look at pictures, Jordan Shanks. And it's just like, fuck, you're a dishonest. Like, that is so dishonest as to what I'm saying. But on top of that, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, what, pictures aren't used as evidence in court? Pictures aren't used as evidence in scientific reports? They are. They absolutely are. And it's pretty self-evident. I wasn't saying you don't have to look at the reports, but it's just like the reports are confirming what you can see with your fucking eyes. Mm. It's the same as just like when you're looking at a hospital and you see sick people, you don't need to have a PhD in medicine to think, oh, okay, that guy that's yellow on the defibrillator uh, probably is hey, not hey, as healthy as me. let's not be racist here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, you, you have a report. You just said you read that report. You have yeah, a report. I read the Grazer and Confused report, and it's just like the summary of what that was saying in the video was very faulty to begin with. The only mentionings of Alan Savory in that, or, or like a uh, holistic management. In fact, there's even more studies when it comes to um, on this that don't even use the phrase holistic management because it just gets, as, this is the amazing thing. When they start using the phrase adaptive multi-paddock grazing, all of a sudden the scientific community just le leads back a bit and then they look into it more and they think, oh yeah, okay. But like just the fact that there's this preconceived bias that this guy, because he wasn't, I don't know, like he just wasn't in the circles or whatever. Like, and he's been doing it for 30 years. So this is not just, you know, a one-off thing. Uh, you know, the, 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 as soon as they just put a different name on it, all of a sudden there's just so many more people willing to peer review the studies and just be like, yeah, yeah, it actually does work. But it's the same shit. It's mm -hmm. exactly the same thing. When you're talking about holistic management, by the way, right, I'm using the phrase holistic grazing, but the actual entire thing that Alan Savory is talking about is called holistic management. Holistic management is looking at the ecosystem and thinking, okay, how do we turbocharge it? Okay, so, all right, there's a riverbed there. Maybe we should be planting some trees along it so that you're not allowing all of the soil to run off into the river. Uh, 
these animals are grazing this area. These native animals say that was in Africa, for instance, wildebeest have been grazing these paddocks, so we're not going to put cows on that paddock for this one, but they didn't graze this paddock, so we're going to put them on this paddock. You're mimicking the flows Mm. of nature, but you're just making it work better. It makes sense to me. The turbocharger, and on top of this, this is the other thing, right? I was just saying it before how, you know, after the Aboriginals wiped out kangaroos and wombats, and then I got other comments from people being like, they didn't actually do it, and it's just like, dude, Yes, they did. Okay, just uh, give them that. Panthera, but then after that, panthera, no, panthera. But it's just like, just fucking get over it. Okay. Then, obviously, as everybody's always pointing out, is what their good point is, which is that they're one of the few civilizations in human history that actually enhanced the environment. How did they do that? They they looked at the natural streams of environment and thought, oh, okay, we need to burn this land here so that it grows back better next time around. Like human beings can enhance ecosystems. It is possible for them to do that and there is numerous examples of it when it comes to holistically managed land this was in 2017 the amount of land that was being holistically managed was 16 million hectares there is case study after case study of all of these people managing their land just being like look at how much more biodiversity there is look at how much water retention there is look at my neighbors for christ's sakes like just this like little this is the thing right like because the one point that he just kept bringing up over and over again, he's got two of them, but one of them was like, he said that I'm a vegan, which is the usual thing because it's like yeah, most of the time I'm, gonna I'm go saying. Out, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this guy that you're fighting with is probably one of those guys that goes to like Austin barbecue shop and complains about no vegan options. No, that's our dear friend Bill. I found out Simon T was just like, I'm actually not a vegan. Then he just kept bringing that up being like, that's his only argument. His only argument is I'm a vegan, which again, he's just such a dishonest little prick, right? Like he just he just kept saying all of these things. It's like, okay. And then I just immediately just rescinded that. I was like, oh, okay, you're not a vegan then. Wow. Okay, you got me there. But also that just makes you worse. I was giving you more credit by saying you're a vegan. So you're just a preacher and not a practicer because you're the one saying that you need to reduce meat consumption. So where's your fucking walk to your talk? First off. True. But like... Uh, Shots fired. Man. Uh, can, can't come... Don't have a comeback for that, do you? I love the first... Like, don't respond to this. And then being like, you haven't got a comeback for that, do you? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> and then he uses... And this is the thing, right? Like... This is the, there's actually one of the, the studies that I was reading about that was talking about this, why there is a disconnect between scientific theory and the practice of it in reality. And this is not just in this field. This is everything. This is essentially, if you're just saying that everything works by the book as it does in scientific theory, as opposed to when it's actually practiced and you get the case studies back, then... 9-11 had to have controlled demolition, didn't it? Because jet fuel doesn't melt at 3,000 degrees. Or wait, whatever wait, 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 where are we going Wait a second. I'm, I'm the pro-jet fuel. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm pro-jet fuel doesn't melt beams. Is yeah, that he's your... on board now. Yeah, but this is what Chomsky was saying. He was saying it's like, look, yes, that's what the scientific literature yeah. says. It doesn't burn at that particular yeah. thing when you're doing it. But there's anomalies. Life. But in reality, but there's a, there's when an, it happens, there's in anomalies. reality, it's like, oh, okay, there's all these other variables and right. factors that have happened. There's anomalies. And so it collapsed in on itself. There's anomalies. Yeah, it's like that movie Sully. I haven't seen it. It's a Tom Hanks movie. Same point. Right, right. Same point? Same point. I mean, I'll have to look that Tom's up. I'll have, to, I'll have to check that, you know. But no, just watch Sully. You'll get the point. Okay. The whole point of that movie is like, yeah, in theory... But when you're actually in the situation, yeah. things are different. Yeah, no, okay, I'll, I'll pay that. I'll pay that. I'll pay that. I mean, loose change was convincing, but I'll pay it. Which is also just, 
Right. Yeah. The other thing is when they're like, they can't have it either ways when they're always saying that we should just be eating plant-based foods. And it's like, well, land gets cleared for plant-based foods as well. Yeah. Okay. But you will, and all of these fuckwits will agree that you can sustainably farm crops. Why can't you sustainably farm livestock? It's a fair question. Especially when these ecosystems evolved to have grazers on it. Mm. They have to have that on there. Mm, His argument's just being, the main one that he has is just the plants are are at the base of the food web. So skipping, I'm quoting him here. So skipping trophic levels means less energy wasted as organisms do not eat with 100% efficiency, obviously. Then why are there so many studies saying that biodiversity increases double why are they saying that the soil retention increases why are they saying that the 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 plant life has diversified the animal life has diversified it's just like and then he has to retreat to this point yeah so you got, have, you got, have you got stats on that though? That that, that shit you're saying? Of course I do. Okay, I've got okay. all of these fucking okay. studies. I named them in the last podcast okay. and of course they didn't read them. Right, okay. Right? It's just like okay, starting with for the most part I'm surprised at the this, this is the way every, this, these people always argue. And it doesn't matter if it's this or nuclear energy or China or anything like this. Listen to it. And this is the same type of people that always come back and say like, confirmation bias, cognitive dissonance. Uh, What's the other one? Dunning-Kruger effect. <laughs> they always use it. They think they're very intelligent. They're the only people on the internet that argue <laughs> like that. And it's just like, you got those words from the internet. But... Uh, for the most part, I'm surprised at the intelligence and reasonableness of the people in the comment section that agree with him. Hmm. Mm. No confirmation bias there. Conversely, <laughs> Come I'm shocked at how unreasonable and extreme friendly Geordie's opinions are and their lack of restraining himself on speaking confidently on issues he obviously has no idea about. We're going to go into some of the claims that this genius science biologist has made. Uh, in a second. He's coming <laughs> off as an old boomer. Wow, what a genius. That That's a very reasonable that's a good, that's human being right there that's very well-versed and isn't just milling around in the tropes of the internet. Also, boomer uh, suggests old. You could have just said boomer. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. Yeah. Idiot. He's not an English. Sucks. He's not an English. He's not a writer. I will no, not act like everything. Learn English, dickhead. <laughs> I will not act like everything he says is silly <laughs> because it's not, but a significant portion of what he says in this podcast, often unrelated to Australian politics, is just unsubstantiated. This is the thing that I hate when people always comment about this with Ali. It's like, you want to use you know, authority as a form of uh, arguing. This man has a degree in international relations. As I said before, doesn't really mean shit because you just don't get de-learned in it anyway. But he spends and has spent since he was 12 fucking years old reading book after book after book about international relations. You should go and look at his library. It's an old man that lives in, the, that lives in Geneva and represents Bangladesh. It's that library. Hey, and I have the a man b- knows a few things about international hey, relations. this was a roast of Simon T. Fuck, not me. Hey, I got a BA no, in I'm media too. I got a BA in media too. Exactly. <laughs> and you should go and look at his bookshelf. What There's is a lot what? of books about uh, the the inner game of music, which is <laughs> some <laughs> form of media. And Jamie Oliver's thirty second cookbooks. Or That's Jordan's cookbooks. books. That's Jordan. My books are more like his B C grade self help, and then a lot of like Buddhism, affirmative. What is it? A uh, radical acceptance and how to be better at guitar. Anyway, go on. 
Or so this is the whole thing that they always say. So essentially, if you boil down his argument, it's just like, I learned something first and I can't be bothered to hear a counter-argument. So he's very unresearched and unreasonable on this topic that he has read numerous reports on and books on. He doesn't know what he's talking about. No scientific basis to it whatsoever. But on the thing that I agree with him on, he's very learned on. To play, This is the guy we're dealing with, To right? play... Devil's advocate, though, just again, you don't play devil's advocate. No, 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 no. Uh, I the just, devil no, no. will pay. No, no, no. no. The devil will no, 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 no. It's not even a. It's not even specific points. It's just I probably just zoned out last podcast, but you did probably most likely. But you did list these sources, right, Jordan? Huh? You you listed the source. People can find this information. Yes, th- this is the you whole thing. Them I just last gave time? you one here. You can Google it. Adaptive multi paddock grazing. Go look at okay, it. Okay, good. Go and look at. I just feel like you're not dropping enough sources. Grazing and th- th- this is the whole thing. All of these videos where they're just like it debunked, it's debunked. It's like you are watching the videos that sit there and debunk it, and then you have other people that sit there and thoroughly go through it and debunk what they're saying and how they're just selecting tiny little sentences out of massive reports, like the one that I read that's 127 pages, that is just like, that came to a very obvious conclusion, which is like, yeah, you shouldn't clear trees. That's what it's saying, essentially. And you know what else it was saying, which is incredible, which is that cows, if you got rid of all of them, it would probably be worse for these environments. We don't know. Mm. More study is needed. Mm. It is not what the fucking video is saying. Uh, but, uh, I mean, obviously this guy isn't, you know. Yeah, and then this, one, this the one, for instance, right? Like eating plants directly is saving energy that could be wasted on feeding, providing water and cleaning the cows just to eat them again. This is an incredible point. And I actually can't remember which study this is in, but I will obviously come back because there'll be more flame wars for this. But there was a study... 10 years, I reckon. In 10 years, I'll be coming back to it. But I remember that the, the, the numbers were something like this, right? First of all, as we are talking about before, 30% more water retention when you're properly grazing these lands, as they do in a natural way, right? 30% more water retention. So the amount of water that is getting stored in the ecosystem more than nullifies what you're giving cows. More than nullifies. Because you're talking about a huge surface area that is just getting deeply sunk with all of this water that otherwise would just be running off into nowhere. But the second thing about this is... It's like living in Brisbane. Huh? It's like living in Brisbane. (laughs) Because they get a lot of flooding. Anyways, continue, I'm sorry. The classic (laughs) example that they use is that... Cows need water if you go to fertilizer. It's like, yeah, animals do need water, just like human beings need water. Um... Everything needs water, yeah, okay. But here's the difference. We're talking about semi-arid land that is the prime area that I'm talking about that should be used to start grazing cows on. First off, it's not like they're getting overgrazed because, again, Alan Savory has been thinking about this for 30 years of how to sustainably do this. They put the amount of cows on the land that can be grazed on that land and then they slowly increase or slowly decrease the amount of cows seen as to how much... The, the land can actually hold, right? So I think it's something like on semi-arid land, as a rough estimate, a cow needs about 12 acres of grazing land for it to be constantly eating on. That works out to be about five litres per acre that the cow needs to consume uh, to transform that land. The counter example that you hear all the time is you can do the same thing with trees that are just uh, arid trees like they do in Israel. Israeli technique 
for undesertifying land, sort of. And when you look at it, it doesn't look anywhere near as healthy as the land that's been grazed anyway. It's just to push Muslims out, right? That's what's... Th- yes, I mean, that's really what's happening there anyway. But that requires, I think, from memory, and it could be... I'm pretty... Because this number's sticking in, I'm going to have to recheck this, but it was, it was so much higher. It was something like 37 litres per acre of water as opposed to five. Mm. And you know Why? Because all a cow is, is a fertilizing machine. True. It just shits yeah. and eats all day. It's all it does. And it's you like just me. move it in the direction. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. See, Mislove would be, he's a grazing animal. <laughs> I should just, he is a grazing animal. Just, That's what he does. Just <laughs> literally eats throughout his day. Just thinking about nothing in the sun. Chuck <laughs> me on that fucking, you want to up your farm levels, chuck <laughs> me there. Just one, just a guitar and like YouTube. Just <laughs> And apparently human shit is better than uh, cow shit for fertilization yeah. or something. Yes, but cow shit, and this is the other thing, once they move on and you leave it, which is part of this method, you leave it for however long it takes to regenerate, which might be six months or whatever, what happens? Because the other thing is he's just talking about all these other ways, like, other ways to fertilize things. And it's like, where's the economic incentive, dickhead? Also, what, you're just going to get all the work for the dull people to be sitting out on a field and doing what cows do naturally anyway <laughs> and do way more efficiently? What, you're going to do that with, uh, like, one of the ones is just I, like look, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. That will make you happy and Simon T. Fuck happy as well. Instead of getting cows, how about, I've got contacts, how about we get a boatload of villagers from Pakistan... <laughs> Tightly pack them together <laughs> in a particular field, give them dull, and they'll shit all day. And no, then, you're bringing the grain onto the land. It's the wrong move. It's the wrong it's, method. It's just, look, I'm all like, for exploiting the That would have been I the am, right move. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic packy call. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just says, at least try to understand this simple point. This is the same guy that's just like, you are not research and don't know what you're talking about at all. And it's very extreme what you're saying that things can be sustainably farmed. Then he retreats to, I get that cattle farming can be more sustainable, 100%. That's not saying much as it still isn't sustainable. You aren't reading what is counter to your shitty little theories that you get from your little biology university degree, which is just an extension of year 11 biology of like, it's the food cycle. It works like this. You know, saline, unsaline. That kind of shit, right? Like it's, it's, it's no, I have not removed my position at all. I am saying that cows can enhance the environment. They are sort of like a hammer. A hammer can be used to build houses. It can be used to murder people. It just depends on how you're using them. It's the same with money. It's like everything is and like And religion? This. Sure. And religion, sure, why not, except for Islam, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> far out. Um, and then, yeah, one of the other points that he's making is that the theory is null void that these megafauna that are able to consume so much more grass than in modern day kangaroo, but kangaroos are still there and they're grazing, but these lands have retreated, so it's not because of grazing animals. First off, a kangaroo eats about 700 grams of food a day, I think, from memory. It's like something along the equivalent of three sheep a three kangaroos eats about the same amount as two sheep. And I think a sheep eats roughly a kilo of, uh, you know, food a day. Um, but the other thing is ca- kangaroos don't just eat grass. Kangaroos eat leaves. They eat berries. They're 
kind of like an omnivorous animal of vegetarianism. Whereas cows is a grazing All it does is eat. It also has the addition of hooves. Then he moves on to say that, you know, like if you, you can't ever increase an environment, his other argument is that you can't increase an environment better than what it is naturally, which first off, it isn't naturally like what it is because you've removed those megafauna to begin with. Yes, you can. There is a lot of studies into this. It's called plugging. It's a thing that is a big like field of study in biology where when animals go extinct, you have to replace them with something else that does the job. And there are many, many successful examples of that across the planet. So you absolutely can. Um, so like, and so just to say that like they, they didn't evolve here, so therefore they can't do the job is ridiculous to begin with. But then to also say that they're native grass. See, this is how simplistic the way that he thinks is. It's native grass and they're not native, so they can't do it. There's a thousand species of native grass. You're saying that they can't be used on any of those species? Well, there's also a lot of scientific evidence to back up the fact that, yes, you can. Who'd have guessed? A grazing animal is good on grass lands. Maybe it's not for very specific types of native grass. There might be some types of, uh, you know, deep desert grasses that you shouldn't have cows on anyway that don't respond to it. And maybe some, like, you know, alpine grasses that don't recover quick enough for it. But, like, in general, there's a lot of native grasses that you can put these things up. Uh, farms take up more space than housing infrastructure. Yeah, but that's not going to... That's true with crops. That's true with everything. Like, farming is the biggest thing that we have of anything. Uh, so, like, it, it's it's... Like, again, the point is not to clear land. The point is to extend what was naturally grassland. Anyway, in conclusion... We'll be marking this. <laughs> no, because we are you've, out of time. You've gone over your <laughs> are, Because I've got so many more things which are yeah, so infuriating about what he said, but I've made my point. I think there's just one thing to conclude with, which is this is my rebuttal to him. This is his summary of our argument. Do, ready? The, do the Big Mac my sum Exactly what he says. Summary of me and a friendly Geordie's debate. Me. It's just the shit meme template. Me. Going through extra trophic levels is useless. We should reduce our meat consumption. Cattle farming is bad. Sources unlimited. Which is so infuriatingly <laughs> dumb and simplistic of his own argument. Like, I feel like I should be giving your argument more credit. I should be doing you a service with that. That was terrible. But anyway, uh, Geordie's anime villain. Oh, because again, it's just another internet-y shitty thing of just being like anime villain laugh when they're just saying that like oh, right. just don't You're have wrong. an answer, right? right? It's just like, oh, you must be a vegan that hates cows and wants koalas killed, you infantile. Me, of course, an emoji expression. I mean, it ticks every last box of one of these fuckheads online when it comes to Reddit, when it comes to Facebook, the TikTok, all of these people that just make <laughs> very simplistic, stupid arguments and then they just, you know, and they spread it out and then everyone goes like, oh, I hate him for some reason that was wrong to begin with, right? And it's like, I get that. That's part of being an internet personality. I'll wear that. I'm not wearing it when it comes to China, nuclear <laughs> energy and grazing. It's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. Mic drop. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
But anyway, I mean, you consult least, your local library, I'll just give you a couple of examples yeah, of things that you really should read. Yeah, Raising think, management impacts on vegetation, soil biota and soil chemical, physical and hydrological properties in tall grass prairie. Uh, holistic management and grassroots rural adaptation to bovine spring form uh, and multi-paddock grazing on rangelands. Uh, why the perceptual dichotomy between research results and rancher... Why the perceptual dichotomy between research results and rancher experience? Start with that. Start with that instead of what you did, which was just Google a bunch of things that you think remotely sounded like they were poo-pooing Alan Savory's methods and then when you look at them, most of them weren't even to do with anything we were discussing. And then the one that he honed in on, he was saying that, yes, and then he even admitted, yes, they're not talking about that specific type of grass management. They just keep generalizing out to this thing of like, it's all bad because when you average it out, it's bad. Sorry. So you went I'm, I'm over, done with it. I'm done with it. It's just like, the, you know why those, I was thinking about it a lot. These things really anger me and they really anger me because all of these three things are world ending. Soil needs to be replenished. Uh, I think it was Theodore Roosevelt that was saying the na the wealth of a nation is not in its gold; it's in its soil. You need Teddy. to rehabilitate. You need to rehabilitate soil. That's a given. Nuclear energy, guys, read the counter arguments from whistleblowers from these so-called when just think this is the whole thing it's like this guy as well they get an identity out of this science thing right but science <laughs> a lot of it is just like arguments and counter arguments right it's just not good to just sit there and agree with the scientists that you agree with there is a lot of physicists there's a lot of engineers there's a lot of um there's a lot of biologists when it comes to nuclear energy that are like this is fucked but you don't read them and also when it comes to China, it's just like, no, I'm sorry. What you are reading in the papers with your regurgitated talking points about China is just so deeply wrong about an extremely sophisticated country that's on the up. You are not reading the counter arguments. I'd say Tony Blair recently came out and he agrees with you. He is saying that the West is now officially in decline. So Jordan, damn it. Look at all these people just being like, damn. I read this one. I always pawned off Jordan saying that he's autistic until he started talking about grazing. <laughs> Fair. No pawning. That's conclusive. Look, that's conclusive. You um, don't need to study into that. All right, well, you went a little bit over Jordan. It, the speech was supposed to be on the Ionian revolt, but look, I appreciate the effort. You clearly have a passion for this holistic grazing. Next time I'd appreciate you to read the... The, what the project's about. But look, it's <laughs> very, very, it's a new one for ancient history, but look, we'll, we'll discuss later. All right, thank you guys Sorry, for joining thank us. You sign up to the Patreon. Oh, this is great. This is great. Unfortunately, we couldn't get to Biden's visit to Saudi Arabia or, or the videos, but we'll Kim do that Kardashian next week. Kardashian eating poop. Yeah. So we'll have to do that for the up late. Mm. Join us, sign up for Patreon, Friendly Geordie's podcast, Patreon. And listen to the uplates and you'll get extra content. Yeah, do it, do it. You know you want to.